All right, it's Leafs Talk. This is I'm JD Buggis, Sam McKee. Buddy, I just I just had to fire in the eye drops because they were they were glazing, but <laughs> the last ten minutes uh, of that game, they were glazing. Few TikToks got watched tonight, <laughs> bud. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is me. Yeah. Oh, was, another one. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who got that one? Replay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what. The notes. If this this one, if there was, if the bosses came out and they're like, "Hey, buddy, hey, hey, fella, you gotta you gotta show us your notes from tonight. You oh. gotta you gotta you gotta pass over the notes. You gotta let us." Let us see how you prep, Bunk. Give it. Uh, let, give, give the kids a preview. Be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm scrambling. Yeah. I actually have three things from this game. Shockingly, three whole like real three big talking points. points. Well, yeah. Oh, Joe, okay. you're you're killing me here. Is, 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 I'm I'm like is this the eye drops. <laughs> is this the TikTok? Well, <laughs> I got I got the whole camera moving around when I first popped up here. I, I didn't know, even know you do that. <laughs> yeah, he's you know, he's zooming in, he's zooming out. I think Joe is on the TikToks tonight too. Anyway, uh, I'll just I'll, I'll be honest. I think the story of tonight is Marner. We can talk about him and Hoblich mm-hmm. a little bit, but this is this is kind of the worst sort of game. It's the best game if you're a Leaf fan and you're at the game. I think because oh, you're just yeah. having a great time, having a few drinks, you're going great, guaranteed win night. But in terms of evaluation, like what we do, I feel like this is the toughest because there's like they play well, but there's really nothing you can learn from it. It's it's not a test. It's there's like what do you take away? Yeah, and the thing that we talked about last show is you know the the whole test factor of them playing a bad team, and that's actually mm-hmm. the real test. The Sharks are just no, this... they're just too bad for that. There's no there's no world like how have they won nine games? Uh, they their last win they beat the Winnipeg Jets two one. How did yeah. that happen? Two one. The Jets scored one goal against that team. Like it's just they are unfathomably bad. They're just a really bad team. And not to get on my uh, soccer high horse. I know you were a former soccer fan. I know you're not as much of a fan as you used to I'm be. A, I'm a Canada soccer fan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What was the last game you watched there, pal? Well, Canada soccer. Yeah. Or Canada soccer, or me. The last to heartbreaking was- one. Yeah, the last the, one against the, Jamaica, or the or the belief that I was going to wake up and start watching Premier League at Saturday mornings. <laughs> well, that like, was that, you West. flirted with that for a while. You're like, I I'm tried, a Hamas guy now. <laughs> I love. I I I tried to be a West Ham guy. Just, just Saturday morning is not. It's that's that's my time. That's not sports time. So the reason that you know soccer is really great, and this has yeah. been discussed on many different things, is the relegation factor. Yes, yeah, and the factor that like. If you're really bad, there is a massive incentive to be a little bit better, to be like, hey, we need to not, you know, suck this bad or else we're literally not playing in this league anymore. Like, yeah. We're going down to the old championship to play against Shrewsbury Town and Ipswich. Like we're yeah. we're out of here. We're gone. And like yeah. this team, like they're not even mad. They suck. Like no one even like what's his name? That Scott Sabrin guy took one run at Riley like one time in the game. But if this was a game in my youth where it was a bad team that was losing seven one, there would have been fights. Guys would have been hammering each other. Like there was nothing. They do not care. There's no incentive for them to be good. Everyone wants them to keep losing. The management wants them to keep losing. Their fans, I guess, want them to keep losing. It's like there's just no incentive for them to be better. So this is it. They're going to keep, they might lose 15 in a row, 16 in a row. They are dreadful. So 
That's my biggest evaluation from the game. But Get relegation all, in the NHL. Well, all I, so this isn't this isn't until the Blackhawks are the worst team in the league, and then they go down, and they're like, "Oh, we need them up here." <laughs> no, this is this isn't Sharks talk. But I will say that it, I I had two thoughts watching them tonight. I I thought, boy. You're right about the physicality used to be like a bad team would try to muck yes. it up. And these guys are like, nah, we're just going to no play hitter. pond hockey. The Leafs, dude, how many times do the Leafs have the puck in the offensive zone and they're just tons of time and space and no one touched them and they're just doing whatever they want. Like Mitch Marner looked like he was trying to film his N1 mixtape tonight. <laughs> he was like, hey, 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 fellas, put this up on YouTube later. Put these put these highlights up on YouTube of my career highlight list because that it'll be out of context in five years what we was doing tonight. They had all the time and space in the world. And then the other thing was, okay, I forgive a team like the Sharks. They were talking about it a little in the broadcast how this is a real winning organization. You know, they've they've won a ton of playoff series over their existence. They've just been regular season success year over year. I, I don't view them as like a loser organization that no, goes into tanking all the time. So, so I give them that. But NHL, they they want to expand in a couple of years, man. They want to oh, try to bring boy. hockey back in Atlanta. Stuff like, I'm like, we just don't have enough good players and teams for that. We, we, I don't want to have. I don't want to have more teams like this. You know, I yeah. like having. I don't like the amount of parity that there is in hockey amongst the good teams. Obviously, you and I are big fans of having some type of luxury tax it's not going to happen it should this league should be one where the leafs do have a competitive advantage to flex their financial muscle and not just be punished for having too many fans and having their players have interest in them but yeah i i, I was thinking about expansion and what the thrashers future team is going to look like when the leafs have to play them a couple times a year well gary will probably rig the draft like he did for the squids and the knights so that yeah, they're true. immediately good so yeah, he'll uh, he'll fire that up like yeah, what's one last Sharks thing. Oh, there's we got not, more. Sharks not continue. There's not one guy on their team that's going to be on their team when they're good. There's no one. Like, they don't have yeah. one, like, star. They don't have one, like, prospect. Like, all their guys are in the world juniors and Greer's over there being like, boy, I like our guys. It's like, when are they playing? They have nobody that is even close to exciting. Not one guy that I'm like, oh, that's a guy that I wouldn't mind on the Leafs. No one. Mm. Like I'm trying to watch that Ferraro yeah. guy where it's like, this guy may be a trade target. Like my eyes are crossing. I'm like, Oh yeah. What, yeah, a, what an excitement. Like he's bet Benoit is better than that guy. No. It, and, and I'll tell you too is oh, man. I that I haven't seen, but just yeah. A, a real lifeless group, like a lifeless. real, just lifeless hockey team where it's like, how did you assemble this team? Yeah, who are <laughs> these guys? How did you get this group together? Like, how, do they have the Minnesota wild thing where they've got like no cap <laughs> because they bought a bunch of guys out? How is you get why Carlson scored 185 it? points last year? Cause he was the only one who had the puck the whole game. It's like, yeah, how I'll just did I, you do it. I'll shoot again. Sure. I'll shoot again. Sure. Okay. Uh, I will say the the one shark was Scotty Sabrin. I I don't know. I wasn't really on Twitter tonight. I'm sure it came yeah. up how he's the guy that ends up putting the stick into Benoit's eye. Gosh, gets him gushing. He runs at Morgan Riley, and Riley's pissed about it. And I went, I wonder if this dude still carries the Matthews looking at the back of his sweater move to this day. Like he's the only guy that got up for this game. Yeah, I guess he got called up today. So you get called yeah. up today. Coach is like, hey, we got embarrassed by these guys. And it's like, what? I wonder what he's going to yeah. play like. It's like yeah. I wonder what his role is going to be. But 
I guarantee he thinks about that. That clip is a very like you go on any Instagram reel, any TikTok, any Twitter thing. Like, yeah, Matthews best, made him best, that guy. Best chirps ever, best on ice moments. That's in there every time. He yeah. ended him. Like that is as ruthless as it gets, is looking at the name bar. Like that is, and I think yeah. that was actually in a preseason game, potentially. It was like that wasn't it was. even a regular against the Sens, right? Yeah. Sabin was with the Sens. Oh, poor old Scotty Sabs. He's still yeah. playing, still in the league. Hey. Still throwing the body around. Yeah, like yeah, respect. Made... He's the only guy with any guts on the sharks. But... That's, that's, he's the only shark that made an impact tonight. Yeah. Other than the kid who got his first goal, where I went, oh yeah, this is a good. That's a good one. Old All right. fun. Old Thunzy. Thun. Thunzy. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations to Thun, who I thun. was totally aware of before tonight. Leafs win seven. <laughs> thun. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Marner passes Mahovlich and. Yeah, like I said, it was N1 mixtape night for Mitch yeah. Marner. He had some beauties, some gorgeous passes. But here was here was my uh, thought on the Mahovlich thing. One is that that was a guy who, when I was a little kid, I remember my dad being like, the big M, you know? That's oh, like yeah. a Leafs legendary guy, which was kind of cool for Marner to pass, a, a, like an all-time Leafs legend. But it made me think about how everyone talks about the media, right? And, and how tough it is to play in Toronto. And... Tonight it hit me because I, ha I had no idea about the Mahovlich thing. But do you know anything about the Mahovlich story about like how he ended in Toronto and all that stuff? Vaguely. Can okay. you remind me? So here's here's a Coles Notes version of it because people can go read it themselves. But yeah. Punch Imlac ended up hating his oh, guts. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mispronounced yeah. his name constantly. Yeah. <laughs> wrote him constantly. Yeah. Like, And the fans used to boo him. This guy had the goal-scoring record that lasted 20 years for the Maple Leafs. And the fans would boo him here. Like they, they, they hated his guts, buddy. He was admitted. He thought he had fatigue. Okay. He went to the hospital. He's like, I got fatigue goes to Toronto general. And the doctors are like, you're depressed. And this is in the sixties. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And you know what the papers wrote? The papers were like, this guy's soft. Cry say baby, baby, yeah, he's a big old baby. We got to get him out of here. And he gets chased out of town and he goes to Detroit. And he's just like rattled the rest of the, his entire time there. He's like, Hey, I don't want anybody looking into my business. Like I don't want anybody doing yeah. anything about the big M don't, don't even notice me because I, I want my privacy and I want my life back. And I want to live up to the expectations of the Detroit Red Wings fans after Toronto hammered up. And I feel like so much of the ghosts of Toronto's past, like the whole media thing, like the newspapers, how they would just be ruthless, kind of like they yeah. still are in New York still chases Toronto around. Like I know that there's shows that get aggregated sometimes or, there's a lot of attention like our show on, on these dudes, but yeah. boy, oh boy, like, you know, Nylander squeezes the team for every cent and the, the fans still cheer him when he shows up to the rink tonight. And all right. That I knew that was going to rub you the wrong way, but no, uh, it didn't. It didn't, it didn't rub me the wrong way. I think it's fine. Yeah. I actually think it's great. Hey dude, he signed a contract extension. If you're in the house, you're not going to boo him. You're going to cheer him. You're going to say, Hey, great that you're saying, yeah. staying here for eight years. I think you can have a nuanced take on Nylander, but no, if you're at the game, you absolutely don't boo a guy for <laughs> signing an extension with your team. It's uh, a gutless Mahovlich, boo. No, he had some big years after he left Toronto. Yeah, buddy. No, big M, but that's the thing. He didn't have a long career in Toronto. It was like, I want to say maybe like seven, eight years before he moved on to Detroit and then From Montreal. 57 to 68, he got traded in mid-season. Okay, 68. so yeah, that's quite a while. Well, yeah. A little longer than I thought, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah, he like I said, he held, I think, 48 goals. Mahovlich held the Leafs record for, I want to say, over 20 years, 20 years. So, yeah, consequential Leaf. But it just it just made me think, I know the times are a change in, and, you know, we view mental health differently. You know, there's an yeah. athlete empowerment era. But it did just make me smile thinking about, like, 
how everyone thinks these guys have it so hard here and that, you know, Nylander is built to play in this market. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's a little <laughs> different than when it was Boreas solving times and Frank Mahovlich uh, scored 48 and getting booed out of town and chased out by the papers who called him a baby when he had depression. <laughs> so it's, you know, I think we're going to have to get used to this here though, where they're just knocking off big names. Like it's not, you know, if Matthews, oh, yeah. so if I'm Marner, si- Marner signs a, extension next summer which is the next new thing we get to talk about every time which is really fun but then if he signs a whatever six-year contract or seven year however long he decides to stay in toronto it's just marner and matthews and potentially nylander are just going to be one two three at all time in scoring for the franchise like we're watching three of the greatest regular season leafs of all time like there is no question that these three guys will be one two three in goal scoring so i i mean you know, it's, it is something that you just zoom out and you're like, oh yeah. Okay. Like we had it pretty bad a lot. So you kind of have to take advantage of this, but it's impossible not to measure them against their playoff successes. It's an interesting era. It's a kind of tortured era in its own way. Right. Where it's like, you have these guys that you could never have dreamt of having, but then you don't win anything in the playoff and you just have to debate if they're actually good or not. Like it's a really, it's a tough one, but yeah, you just get used to uh, Marner and Matthews knocking off big names on the all-time list here. Well, I think the the major thing is just how Toronto didn't have guys that played full careers here. Yeah. And you're looking at potentially having three players that could be here for their entire careers. I think that, you know, Marner's still up in the air, although yeah. I feel like he's just going to get re-signed uh, July 1st this year. He'll get his 13%. I actually thought it was kind of, didn't you think it was kind of fitting that right after Nylander signs his contract, Marner's like, everybody get up. It's time to jam now. Like doing all the highlights, getting his points up. And he's like, I'm passing big Mahovlich. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Give yes. me all my money now. Like, he was. Buddy, are you <laughs> kidding me? He saw Willie yeah. get that. And yeah. then he's like, oh, we got the Sharks at home? Space Jam. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's exactly. time. He's yeah, like, exactly. I'm going to spin the ball on my finger. Like, it's time, <laughs> <Exactly>. baby. <laughs> I thought they were due. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just, I, uh, I, you're not reading too much into it. That is 100% accurate. Like that mm-hmm. is something that he's thinking of. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to start getting the, the, what the martyr camps looking for reports, you know, in a couple months here. So yeah, I think what, they'll give it, it is what it is. I I, listen, it, it, I just think he's going to sign for too much for too long and it's going to be over. Like that's just going to happen. Like yeah. at this point, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I don't I just like you're going to trade him. It, like the, we went over this the other day on the show. Like, I know we don't want to get into this, but you know, uh, we don't have a whole lot else to talk about. Like if you trade him, this off season, potentially, then that's something that's been talked about a lot. The thing is, it's like the reason you're trading them, trading them is because you had another really disappointing off season mm-hmm. where you're trading him. Not only when he has the lowest value because everybody watches the playoffs, he has one year left. He has a full, no move. Everybody knows his history, but like you're not getting the King's ransom that you would get that you think you're going to get, like, you're going to get a good package. You're not going to get like a third round pick back for him or something but it's not going to be like the franchise altering thing. And then if you do have a good run and you go deep in the playoffs, you're going to want to sign them. So it's like, you're kind of damned. If you do, you're damned. If you don't just sign them, keep the good players. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just coming around on this a little bit here. Uh, I, I hope that if they flail in the playoffs, that they put a lot, they, they shop them for sure. Uh, I, I just think will. that, but at this point, but at this point, it's like, just, it, it, it feels inevitable. It's like you said, he's, he's got, 
He's got all the same advantages. He's going to want that. He just tell him July 1st, he gets his 13%, which is what all these guys get. Hey, okay. here's your 13% of the pie. Mm-hmm. Now go get your regular season points, get your cookies against the sharks. And we'll, we'll squeeze Tavares for as much as we can. And that's, that's <laughs> where we're going to make up. Yeah, old, it's, old, old Johnny. Just, it's time, Johnny, to get yeah, squeezed. He's <laughs> <laughs> daggers out. Yeah. Tavares. I like whatever those deposits look like in your bank account, you know, they, they down, down, down. <laughs> yes. Don't look. Yeah. Just look at what you have in your, you know, savings. Yes. Don't look yes. at, don't look at the checking anymore. Uh, okay. Uh, I, had last something else from this, I had something else from this game. Okay. What, okay. What's yours? Is it goalie related? Oh. No, my, my last thing is just that you could really tell Robertson had jump and he wanted the cookies and I'm glad yeah. that he got his one goal against the sharks because <laughs> He was just chasing all night long, yeah. trying to get it, trying to get it. And I, I thought, okay, you know what? He kind of, he had some moments where he popped later, I think, in the game. But early on, it wasn't too much. And I thought Pontus Holmberg had a nice goal too. So the, the two guys vying for that last roster spot were kind of going toe-to-toe with the, the goal scoring. I think Holmberg's was nicer, even though Robertson showcased his shot. But the thought I had on the Robertson shot was simply, when he plays, we don't see enough of that. Like, he's just not able to create a space. And yeah. so, yeah, against the San Jose Sharks, when he gets all the time and space in the universe, like all the rest of the Leafs did in the offensive zone, great. He can grip and rip it. But when do you really see him do that? When do you see Robertson throughout all of this game? I think he's only got, before tonight, five goals. That was maybe seven, six. I think. I think that, that was the seventh. Tonight. Okay, so then I he was on so, six yeah. goals this year. But it's like, how many of them are the patented shot, right? Remember two preseasons ago, Matthew's going, this kid's got the best shot I've ever seen. He's got a better shot than me, blah, 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 blah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, for him... That was his six. Yeah. See, so anyway, oh, um, yeah, just, I think when we're talking about who should have that last roster spot and one of my things with Robertson is like, you have to have the skill to be able to show off the shot and we don't see it enough for me to justify playing him over Holmberg. Like I just, I, I kind of think he's, he's out. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's over it is, at some point here. It's going to be over. And I don't know if you can still extract Send value. For him. He'd be their captain. But he'd be their best player yeah. by far on their team. Like, there's no question. But who do you want back? Who do you want like, back? New Joe Pavelski thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the small, smaller American guy, like, yeah. he can he can rip it. But like you said, he's just never in the sweet spot. He's net like that. You saw it tonight on that power play. And he gets in the sweet spot, lets her rip, and it was a nice mm-hmm. shot. But it just never happens, and you're bang on. Yeah. So. But I don't know if he has any value. Like I don't know what they do with him. No, no, it's just you. I guess you just sort of keep him in. If anybody, yeah. I, I think it's just a. Like, but Holmberg's definitely more valuable in yeah. terms of what he does for you. Like he plays in the defensive zone. He can kill a penalty in a pinch. Like he's he's a responsible guy, and that's the reason that keeps them playing him. Like mm-hmm. they did a lot of stuff in the offseason here, gearing towards offense, and they sacrificed a lot of defensive guys from their bottom six last year. And it's like, well, if you're not going to be going super offense and shooting in the net a lot with Nick Robertson, you might as well bring in Pontus Holberg, who can give you a little bit of defensive responsibility in the bottom six. And he wasn't even supposed to play tonight, right? Like mm-hmm. that was that was nice. And that, and if you're watching on YouTube Sportsnet Plus, this is a really nice goal by Pontus Holberg. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, really fends nice. off the defender, puts the body in, drives he, the net, and then Kipper was the in the building board. tonight. He knew. He knew. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> so Gibb looked up to him. He's like, "Thanks for trying to give me that offer sheet, bud. We we did our best." <laughs> <laughs> uh nice okay what's one. your last thing uh i feel like i went on that morning show with uh with our boy ben and gunner this morning and mm-hmm. there ben was like yelling at me about hill to be playing tonight and i was like no no he's played jones yeah hill to be probably could have played tonight you know 
I think they probably could have survived this one with old Hilda beast in net. And you yelled out at me about it on Sunday. I think probably could have just gone with the old beast tonight, I think, and got through that one. I'll tell you this right now. I think that we're doing way too much thinking about Marty Jones because there's we're just in a bit of a lull period here, and it's contract stuff, and we've been on Nylander, Nylander, yeah. Nylander. But it, it, and Jones is an obvious storyline about playing too much. If the if this was an entire season, I'd be worried and fretting about it. Um, I think you're just kind of trying to battle and keep these points. Like you don't have that much yeah, position. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not upset about the workload. Like yeah. I just mean like you probably could have snuck one in here. Is what I'm saying. Totally. And and. Yeah. And I think that they should have played Hildeby tonight just because it would have been in front of that team, but they wanted to make sure that they got those two points because the thing is, is like the standings are congested, man. Like there was an out, there was a, there's a case where the Leafs blow that one, right? They lose that game. They, they a bit of a tough week and all of a sudden they're playing the Red Wings on Sunday and it's like, they're looking to leapfrog you. Um, Leafs have some game in hand on the Red Wings, um, but if you're them, you want to try to make sure that that gap is there and that you're not fighting for your playoff lives throughout the entire season. Although maybe that ends up being actually and, a good thing for them either way. But I, I just, I think that what we, what did we talk about with Sheldon Keefe a couple of weeks ago? It's like this guy, he wins regular season games. He does not give a crap about goaltender rest or what's right. Yeah. It just no. feelings, goes, all that straight through. He's, he's just trying to win regular season games and keep getting it up there. So I expect Marty Jones. What I think is a little crazy is, Birdies are talking. The birdies are talking. Multiple people, you know, been talking to me now about there. Maybe Samsonov gets the second half of the back-to-back game this weekend. Oh like it's not. God. I'm just, I'm just telling you that it, it's apparently a, a possibility that like it might not even be old D Hill. It could end up being Samsonov. He gets the decompression. They're checking in with him. Maybe he gets an AHL game which he hasn't played in yet. All I'm yeah, saying is, boy. two people brought it up to me. You're, ta- you're not telling me what you know. You're tell- telling me what you've heard, as like our boy Doug okay. McClain likes to say. So, I mean, listen, I would rather Hilda be start that game than Samsonov 10 times out of 10. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I don't. You agree? I don't know who. No, I just don't think who's going to take the position of like, I don't know. I think they should put the guy in who gives up all the goals. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I don't think I think they should probably leave him down a little longer than two weeks. Well, it's more of a two week I- issue than what I've seen this year. All, all I know is that it's like, I thought Samsonov was like a complete write-off. I thought he was done. I came back yeah. on my show and I said, yeah, it's probably it for him because Marty Jones will replace him. They get through this month. And I was just surprised that it could end up being this fast, especially since he hasn't played an well, HL game. Maybe it doesn't materialize. Maybe Hildeby does get the net. Maybe they they don't feel it. But yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah. I think it's more of a possibility than we once realized when we when we saw Samsonov leave. That's all. That's all I'm saying. For sure. Anyway. So last thing for me, uh, yeah. nice to get the couple tomato cans out of the way here. Got some real games mm-hmm. coming up here. Like they yep. go to, they go to long Island, which is always a tough one. Avs at home. And then you said the back Avs give up a million goals though. So that's nice. yeah, be be fun. Be a fun here, game. Yeah. And then you go to red wings, obviously. Then you got the Oilers flames, Canucks Kraken, and then two jets before the all-star break. So yeah, it's a some, real fun, so, some real fun games coming up here. Jets Leafs is a really great rivalry with the fans and going back to like that, that weird COVID season where they actually had some real hate mm-hmm. for each other. So good stretch of games coming up here. We don't have to watch the, t- the tomato cans anymore. Ryan Reeves getting close to, I wonder if he gets in for that jets game. That's his home. Like, I wonder if he's back for then. Is he like, is he playing? Is, it, is he skating? Well, I just, he's, he's, he's that's, that's his, that's his squad. The Manitoba yeah. boys is going to want to show up for that game. And they got the edgy rivalry with that team. Well, I don't one know, of the I great, one of the great all time uh, interview moments is Scott Oak. Cause he yeah, knows Reeves and he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you've seen me in the hot tub, Scott, you know what yeah. I look like with shirt. 
Uh, anyway, subscribe to this podcast, leave five stars, and yeah, thank God for no more Sharks games. Uh, for yeah. JD Bunkus and Sam McKee, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JD Bunkus at Sammy McKee. And yeah, again, uh, follow the podcast on YouTube, or sorry, on, uh, on wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We always appreciate it. We'll see you on Thursday night.